It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, uh, welcome aboard Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. And, uh, well, I've been feisty all week, so why should today change anything? Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'll say it reluctantly, happy St. Patrick's Day, even though most of you aren't Irish. Uh, yeah, you're just you're just a grouch. <laughs> Anyways, what do you yeah. want to say in the open before we get into it? I don't know. You had, I mean, we saw the Marysville girls clinch a league title. It was a good, well, simultaneously a good couple days for Marysville and and a really bad couple days for Marysville, depending on what team you're a fan of in Viking country. Yeah, if you follow the girls, great. If you follow the boys, you're really sad. And if you follow the hockey team, you're really excited. Yeah. So we'll get more into that. I mean, it's, geez, we had, what, 11 games planned for this week? And we've done... Not even. We're not even going to do half of them, I don't think. We're at three, and I think we we have one scheduled tonight. And then none on Thursday. None on Thursday, and then one on Friday and Saturday. Two Two on on Friday. Two on Friday, assuming that game happens. Yeah. And so, one on Saturday. So, yeah. That, I, I, I looked at it. If nothing gets canceled the rest of this week and mm-hmm. everything goes as planned in the districts, our 100th game on Get Stuck on Sports will be the Port Huron High, Port Huron Northern Boys playoff basketball game. That's not a bad one to have for 100. <laughs> so, no more cancellations, people. I'm just putting that out there. All right. Please. Yeah, let, let's get to it. We'll talk about the hockey game. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see uh, – where we're at going through the show because for the first time since winter sports have started we're like there aren't games to talk about no we, we have two scores from yesterday to talk about and i think uh a handful of scores from uh, monday yeah so to, to be quite honest about it uh, although uh, we did it we did both work on monday so i was happy about that yeah but geez we haven't <laughs> had a week this quiet since football since football yeah Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, 
Squeak or leak. Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with Dennis and Brady. Wow, you just wrapped that up in the nick of time. Yeah, well, all right, we so scratch it off Friday. the list. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, of course. Welcome to our world. So now. What's the next game after Port here on I Port here on Northern? Um, actually, well, that, I think I think your game, your first game, because you have two that day. Yeah, starts at five thirty, and my game starts at six. So my game will still be number one hundred because your game will now be ninety nine. Even though we lost the game Friday. Even though we lost the game Friday. All right. Because I wasn't going to give you game. 100. Oh I was no! Just gonna say my game was one. Oh, so you were gonna lie to the people? I wasn't gonna lie to the people, but you were the one that's like, "Well, whoever one starts first, well, you're gonna start first, so you'll be 99, and I'll start second, oh. and I'll be 100, and then your second game that night will be 101." So look yeah. at it that way. Maybe maybe we'll just double team the. Uh... You get 99 and 101, and that equals 200. And I only get 100. So look at it that way. Maybe, Give yourself a win somehow, Brady. Maybe we'll just double-team the Marysville Northern hockey game. Probably not. No? 
because I'm the only one on the guest list. Yeah, well. It's a COVID year, Brady. Yeah, I know, but geez. Anyway. I'm just happy they let us in anywhere. So Speaking I'm gonna, of hockey. So what day is that? That's the 19th, so i got to yeah. take that off the list. That's big sad. Oh. All right, where do you want to start? You want to start with uh, hockey from yeah, last night? Yeah, that was the, the, one of the big, our first playoff game we've done this year. I think that's an appropriate place to start. You had Marysville versus the Legion of Doom. Uh, I did, and it was a really good game. It was a lot of what I expected in terms of it was evenly matched. Um, bo- both teams um, are, are good, and they play each other tough. They play each other uh, tight. And the other thing about it was, like, playoff games, there's usually a lot of, like, electricity and there was more angst mm-hmm. in this game. Like, I, and I'm talking—I'm not talking about the players. The players were fine. They knew what they were out there to do, and they played a playoff hockey game. The parents, both sides, there was because the game was tight the whole way, and there was just this angst. Like every the next play was going to be the play that changes the game, and that's how it felt in the stands. Isn't that great for playoff hockey? <laughs> Like, just when you're a fan, or I'm sure you know it, being a broadcaster, you get into a playoff hockey game and you're rooting for one of the teams, it feels like every time the puck hits off the boards, every time there's a loose rebound, you just kind of pucker up a little more. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, uh. Well, like, as the broadcaster, I, I just want a good game because well, I'm yeah. going to follow either of these teams right. as far as they go. I was referring more to when you were working for yeah. one of the professional but, teams. But, yeah, when you have a vested interest in one side winning, it is agony. Yeah. It is absolute agony. I, I can What the parents are going through, like if your kid's a goalie, oh, I, I couldn't even understand that emotion that you must go through. Yeah. Um, so, But a real good game. Um, interesting. First period. Okay, Ty Van Hootigan is a right-hand shot. He was on the left side of the net. Basically, his, his skates, Brady, almost on the, the goal line. And he found room on the near post for the opening goal. Then about six minutes later, Braden Turner, who's a left-hand shot, was on the right side of the goal. His skates almost on the goal line, and he found room. Actually, I think his shot might have gone through the goalie's legs because I think he did get over and get to the to the post. But they were like opposite sides, but almost the same goal. Uh, and it was two nothing Marysville until four and a half minutes into the third period, uh, and then uh, Jack uh, Fitzpatrick uh, for Thumb Legion spectacular goal. It started behind his net. Four players were locked along the boards behind the goal line. He dug it out of skates, circled out in front of his own net. Figured out which direction he wanted to go. Started ahead. Got up ahead of steam through the neutral zone. Cut to the left. Cut to the right. Back across the front of the net. Got McKinney down. Swooshed it into the open side. End-to-end Bobby Orr-like rush <laughs> to make it 2-1. to one, And you're looking at the clock going, there's 12 and a half minutes to go in this game. Someone's going to score. This is going to be wild. Um, and, and actually, both teams – if it's possible, because it was a tight checking game, the whole, I, I think they, they got even more defensive. And then late in the game, Marysville took a penalty. Three minutes to go in the game, thumb legion power play, down a goal. Oh, geez, and then what do you, what do you think the Marysville parents are feeling at that point? <laughs> 
But then what happens is a minute into the power play, Thumb Legion's best player, Fitzpatrick, took a penalty. And so now you're looking at the clock. There was a minute 59 to go. For 52 seconds, it was four on four. And to me, that was Thumb Legion's chance with those 52 seconds. And Marysville dominated those 52 seconds. And then for the last minute of the game, they were on a power play. And it wasn't until they were under 10 seconds to go when Marysville took an icing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, this is Thumb Legion's chance. They've got the goalie pulled, which only made it five against five in front of McKinney. But uh, that, that was their chance, but they just couldn't, they couldn't get a shot away. But you had kids selling out, blocking shots. I mean, I love this about playoff hockey. Right. Because this is when you, you find out who the real players are. Twice we had to stop the game in the uh, third period because Brady Tulaski sold out and got destroyed. I think one – I heard him in the parking lot talking to, to one of the dads. It wasn't his dad. It was one of the other parents. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the first one was a long stoppage. Like yeah. they, they worked on him for over five minutes, uh, and he said he got it in the neck. Ooh. And then the second one hit him right – there's a spot when you bend your knee where the, the knee pad on your, on your shin guards mm-hmm. doesn't cover you and there's space between your – he got hit right there. Um, but it was like – Playoff game, we're down a goal. This is to get to the regional semifinal. This is going to hurt, but I'm getting in front of this puck. Right. Yeah, and I, it's funny. We kind of talked about um, beforehand how Marysville likes to go up and down, and they haven't won a lot of low-scoring, tight-checking games. Well, next first playoff game, a 2-1 to win over a Thumb Legion team that they had – beat pretty decently earlier in the year in a close, gutty game, that, that's a nice win and a nice way to see them change up their style a little bit and have to you know play more playoff-style hockey to get that win. It, it was a good game. I, I went into this going, these teams, I think, are fairly evenly matched. If I were going strength of schedule, Marysville might have played a slightly tougher schedule than Thumb Legion, but that being said, Thumb Legion had some really impressive wins, I thought, on their schedule. And all their games with Marysville were tight. Two to two, five to three, and two to one are the three games between these two teams. That's pretty good hockey. That's two teams that are pretty evenly matched. They both have good goaltenders um, and they they both have like a big line mm-hmm. that can put pressure on and and that can do damage. So um, and they and they both have like um, a couple of defensemen on their side that can rush the puck and do mm-hmm. things. So I mean these these were two good teams, and this is what I expected. I expected the winner of this game to win by a goal, and that's what happened. I actually I wouldn't have been surprised had it gone to overtime. I almost kind of expected overtime. Yeah, and now Marysville's attention turns to Port Huron Northern, a team that I know has stood in their way of a lot of regional championships in the past. Yeah, actually, um, I'll I'll point this stat out, too, before we dissect this a little more. Um, If you go based on records, Marysville actually has the best record in the regional now. They're 10-4-1 this season. The state has them with five losses, but they did not lose to Port Huron High twice in a half hour on March the whatever. The the 3-2 score was only one game that night. 
not two. But I don't think the state had their second game against Port Huron High on the schedule, which was weird. I don't know, but they they were as I figured it out, they were ten four and one. Maybe they didn't have that other game on there. Let me see. Um, but at either rate, they're the only team in the tournament with ten wins. Northern has nine. They're nine and five with two of their losses coming in overtime. And we need to correct ourselves. O'Flanagan with three overtime winners. The reason I got confused is in the uh, St. Mary's game, Barless scored the OT winner, but O'Flanagan tied the game in the final minute of the third period with the goalie pulled, and that's where the confusion came in. So he had the game tying goal in the last minute, and then Barless won it in overtime. So excuse us. Only three OT winners for O'Flanagan. So you, no, Still right, super the state impressive. site, yes, it does have port, them losing to Port here on twice on March first, but they also don't have the, the the next game, which is what like a week later. It was a week or two later. Yeah, yeah. they don't have the second matchup. All right, so, so they're ten five they, and one. They fell backwards into being correct. <laughs> it's ten five and and one, uh, and that's the the most wins and most points by any team uh, in the tournament. And uh, Thumb Legion. Uh, we'll finish the season 9-8-1. and one. Northern is 9-5, and five, as I mentioned. The other two teams that will play on Friday are Davison, who's 7-7-1, seven, seven and one, and who the only like team that they played that we can relate them to, they lost when they played Thumb Legion in Sandusky 2 to nothing. Okay. Um, so that's and what I can Ro- tell you about Davison. And then Romeo had a... Romeo was 7-2 and two to start the season, and they were playing really good hockey. And then I don't know what's going on in Romeo right now, but they've been shut out three games in a row and four of their last five games and have five games total in a stretch where they're one and four, and all those goals came in the same game, a 5-4 overtime win over St. Clair Shores Unified. Yeah, what the heck is going and on with two that? two of the four shutouts have been Mercy, where they lost 8 to nothing. There's a 7 nothing loss. Their most recent game, Ike beat them 1 to nothing. Yeah, where is that coming from? So somebody's hurt or sick or something because whoever was scoring goals for them at the start of the season, they're not scoring goals now. Yeah, like they beat Anchor Bay 2-0. They beat Dakota 6-2. Like they weren't beating like world beaters, but they beat a Lons Cruz Unified team that won, that won their MAC division. And since that game, yeah. 8 nothing to Dakota, 5-4 over Unified, 7 nothing to Lance Cruz, 8 nothing to White Lake, White, White Lake Lakeland, there we go, and one nothing to Ike. Now what? This, this is a bad time of the year for the Wild to go try. It's, uh, Brady, it's tough to get shut out three times in a row and four out of five. Yeah. Like even bad teams can get a puck to bounce in. Usually, uh, at some point, you get a break, uh, you, you get a power, you get something. Right. And it, so they've been outscored 16 to nothing in the last three games. So, and they're going in again against a, a Davison team that is good enough. So it might be Davison that gets through to Saturday, just based on the way Romeo's playing right now. I, and that's, had, had I not looked at the numbers. And just said, oh, okay, I think Romeo will probably win that game. Well, after looking at the numbers, now it I'm depends thinking. what Bulldog oh, team shows up. Maybe Davison will win that game. And I, would, I wouldn't hesitate to say that the winner of Marysville Northern is going to be the favorite in that final. I think so. No matter who wins. Yeah, I, I mean, think I know so. we've said we think Northern 
is the favorite. I think you're a little higher on North, Northern, Northern than I am in that matchup. I still think they'll win. Um, well, but, I, here's the thing. Let's not factor out the fact that it is a rivalry and that makes mm-hmm. a difference. Marysville will play well right, on Friday. So after seeing them against them Legion and playing a little different style, what are you, what are you going to have to expect for Friday? Since really Friday's episode, we're going to be doing a lot of district basketball preview. Yeah, so for, for me, if Marysville wants to win this game, and I think it would still be considered an upset, mm-hmm. but, but I think it, it is a doable thing. They're going to need Tyler McKinney to be on lockdown. I think he's a really good goalie. He's going to have to be a really good goalie. Um, you, you, there, there can't be there can't be any mistakes on his part. He's no, got no he, bad goals. He's got a he's got no bad goals, and he's got to come up with some big saves for you. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively, um, Marysville D are going to have to move their feet um, and make sure because Northern's got some speed, and guys like Barless and O'Flanagan can are are. Barless with speed can get around the outside and cut to the net, and O'Flanagan just with power, sheer raw power, uh, and he's a good skater too for a big, big guy. Same thing, they can get around the outside of the D and they can attack. So Marysville's D's got to be moving their feet um, and and can't get walked in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then up front, you need your stars to be your stars. Turner's got to score. Lavallee's got to score. You got to get. Big games from uh, Van Hootigan got a big goal for you mm-hmm. against Thumb Legion. I mean, your guys have got to show up and they and they've got to do their thing. Um, this is this is a game where three goals could win it. Right. So are, uh, I'm expecting a fairly low scoring game, and the higher the score elevates, I actually think it's going to favor Northern, even though really? I know Marysville likes that run and gun kind of thing. So do you think, I mean, you might see the Vikings sit back and kind of play the style we saw Anchor Bay play? Well, I wouldn't sit what, back. Well, not sit back, but, but focus defensively, not force anything. But when you see an opportunity, you have to full force. Like yeah. patience, patience, patience. Okay, turnover, go. Yeah, nothing up the middle. Mm-hmm. Don't put the puck up the middle in your own zone. No cross ice passes. Up the boards and make sure you've got support. Make sure your forwards are at the blue line making sure the puck gets out of the zone. Right. I'm not saying play it like you're on a penalty kill for the entire game, but... No. If you do that, Northern will will beat them. Right. By it's, more than a couple goals. I think they'll have to pick their spots. Yeah. Is what I'm saying, because... And mean, that's kind of the way Northern plays anyways. Because let's keep in mind, Northern's been playing a lot of low-scoring games lately. They had two 2-1 overtime games in their last two games... I think they're comfortable in that position. They've played six overtime games this year. And that's why I mentioned Brady, and they've won four of them. That's why I mentioned that maybe Marysville would want to try to get out and run and gun with them. But I just think if you trade chances with Northern, they've got a little bit more polish um, up front. And especially, you can't get into a game where O'Flanagan and Barless are getting chances every shift because they'll put most of their chances in. So that's just I, – I give the advantage here to Northern, but it's not impossible for Marysville to win this hockey game. Um, I just think Northern's the favorite, and they deserve to be. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's well said. I mean, we'll talk about it a little more on Friday, but, I mean, Marysville did what they needed to do against Thumb Legion, got that win. 
Now, hey, they had, and I don't know if this makes a difference. They haven't played each other yet this year. Normally, when they would match up in the playoffs, it would be their what third meeting. Yeah, at of least the year. their third meeting of the year. They would have probably played in the Larry Mans. Uh, then they would have uh, played. Uh, they do the local tournament later, mm. where whoever you didn't play in the Mans, you play, mm. and, and you might have even had another game. It yeah, might it might be like the fourth game. time that you that you play them, but at at least the third time. And yeah, you're right. They haven't played each other at all this year, so that to me makes it more intriguing. Because I feel like Northern is going to just go, "Hey, play our game. We can do what we do. We'll win." Where Marysville might have more of a curveball of a game plan coming in because they are probably the underdog. Yeah, uh, and and again, emotion alone will make the first period of this game. A lot of fun. Right. Because that's when the adrenaline will be real high and both teams will have a lot of energy and and you'll probably see a few big hits because these are two teams that uh, will get physical. Uh, and Marysville usually initiates it. And and the thing that I've noticed about Northern is if, if they take a hit in the game, they start dishing hits out back. And so this could get physical as well. And, and I figure by the second period, though, things will settle in and they'll be – uh, a more, not a mellow tone, right. but a more defensive tone to the hockey game. So I, I think if there's a lot of scoring in any period, it would happen in the first period. All right. So th- there's your hockey fix for you. <laughs> I need a hockey fix every once in a while. You do. And you're going to get it again on Friday. You'll be back at Suburban Macomb for that. And, and, and we'll the- be there Saturday because we're guaranteed either Northern or Marysville playing in the regional final. Yep. And, well, I guess – that's a nice segue. We'll talk more about Marysville in the next segment because we had a league title that happened and one that's going to never be realized and to no fault of anyone on the Viking roster. Oh, that's, it's it's kind of sad. It is. We'll, we'll talk, talk about it when we come back. Yeah. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady, the Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. And uh, we're, uh, kinda ha- we kind of have a heavy Marysville theme, but they're kind of in the news with the hockey team winning last night. And no one else is playing. And nobody else playing this week is true. <laughs> like, I, hey, Marine City boys still haven't played another game in a long time, even though we were supposed to be there last night. Actually, um, let me do this. Northern girls played at Romeo on Monday night, started yes. the game with a 23-2 to run. They scored the first eight. Romeo got a basket, and then the Lady Huskies scored the next 15 on their way to a 60-42 to win at Romeo. Allie Shagney, 22. Camille Keys with 19. Jersey McGregor with uh, 8. Uh, and Ava Mushong of Romeo had 12 points. Which, you know, I want to give you a surprising score. I saw – oh, maybe that changed then. Maybe it was somewhere else. Um, oh, no, it wasn't. You want to know what makes that game a little more impressive? Romeo only lost to Anchor Bay by two. Earlier. Yeah, I saw that. Like last Friday, I think, which was surprising because Romeo's been struggling this year. 
Um, and, and two things about that. Romeo was well coached. Yeah. And a- after the 23-2 to run, there was a timeout, and actually Romeo won the rest of the game 40-37. to Yeah, but you're down. So, like, they figured 21. it out. They just figured it out way too late. And the other thing is when Ava Mushong scores a basket, it's awesome because they go, Mushong. The PA guy or yeah, the, the PA guy. I haven't had any crazy PA guys. You've had a couple. Anchor Bay has a fun PA guy, and the the Romeo PA guy was good. He pointed out uh, before announcing the starting lineups about Northern's uh, roster, and there's nobody on the roster with a grade point under three point five, and they have four kids who are four point or better. Yeah, that's impressive. That's really smartest impressive. team in the area. Yeah, that, <laughs> but anyway, they beat Romeo, uh, 40, 60 to forty two. They're on a little bit of a a role right now heading into district. Yeah, this is a good time to be playing your best basketball. Yeah, I mean they did lose to Gross Point North and South, but the Gross Point South game was a much better game. They beat Dakota, they beat Ike. Again, lost to North, lost to South. Had a that South game was close. Now um they play Utica tonight. I'll be at that game. And then after tonight, they don't have anything until they take on Dakota in the first round of the districts. And we'll be there for that. We will be there for that. So, Husky Lady Husky basketball is going to be covered real nice. Oh, actually, both Husky basketball teams, I think, will be seeing the rest of their season. Yeah. Um, so, anything else on that game? Nope. Before we so, move on? Sorry, sorry so, to have cut you off oh, there. Oh, no, but you're it- fine. We'll start off with the happy Marysville basketball team. Uh, the Marysville girls clinched the Matt Gold Championship. They beat St. Clair 30 to 36-30. to 30. Caitlin Kane only had 12 points. We say only because you were, usually get a lot. I thought the big performer, though, was Kara Miller. She hit three threes. Actually, there was only four threes hit in the entire game, and she hit three of them. Two of them in the first half when Caitlin Kane was kind of shut down a little bit. St. Clair put Alexis Joshua and basically said, she doesn't get the ball, and did a fairly good job neutralizing her because usually she has, like, in the 20s. Yeah, and that's the way you stop Kane is deny her the ball because once she gets it and decides, I'm going into the lane, I'm penetrating, and I'm getting to the basket, she's hard to stop. Yeah, so that was a good job by Alexis Joshua. Christina Bohm actually did put up 23 points in the losing effort. I mean, when you put up 23 points and, well, no one else puts up more than five, that's when you're in trouble. Yeah, and uh, Avery Walters, who we both like, and think is going to be a player we're going to talk about a lot in the future. Eight points in this game for Marysville. Excuse me, 21 points. I miscounted. Yeah. So 21. I've got 21 up on the website. You were looking at your book. I was looking at the website. Yeah, so 21 points. The rest of the team combines for nine. That's that's tough. You expect a little more. And actually, besides Bohm, Sarah Lohr was the only other St. Clair player to make a shot from the field. The rest were free throws. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. The first time they played, Marysville waxed them. Yeah. I mean, it was an ugly game, and they beat them bad. And Bohm was held, I think, to five points or something like that. Might have even been less than that. So this was a much better effort by a St. Clair team that here's, – here's the thing, because Marysville is the league champs, but Marysville's going to the district of death – Mm-hmm. And St. Clair, I think they're the best team in, they in their a district. Very winnable district. 
a very, very winnable district. Again, we went over it, but just one more time for context. They take on a Richmond team that I still don't think has won a game, and then they would play one of uh, Lutheran, North, Marine City, Algonac, none of which are world beaters. Marine City probably the best team on the bottom half of that bracket. Yeah, So, uh, and a St. Clair Marine City game wouldn't be anything that disappointed us. No, so congratulations. But St. Clair won big at home in that matchup because that was when Marine City was in the shooting funk mm-hmm. and uh, Bohm went off and scored 25 or 27 against them. Yeah, so congratulations to Marysville. After we kind of didn't really know what they were going to be this year. I mean, look at their roster. They had one senior. I mean, ju- sophomore, junior, junior, senior, junior, 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 sophomore, freshman. That's their roster. Yeah. They're going to be good next year. I think so, too. Yeah. I think they're going to be really good. Because you, you've already mentioned a couple of names that are their secondary scorers right now in uh, uh, Walters and, and Miller who will score a lot more for them in the future. Yeah, and, I mean, Anna Oles is a nice – Megan Winston didn't score. You still notice her on the court. She just plays ferocious defense. She doesn't care. She, she's on the floor. She's just in your face. And really, that's the mentality of everyone. I know Kara Miller was playing really good defense. They just get up and press you and don't let you go anywhere. All right, let me give a couple more girl scores. All right. Uh, from Monday, Almont over Armada, 57-23. to Crosslex over Yale, 38-35. Just one last night, Sandusky beat Marlette. 34-17, 14 for Abby Tripkowski, uh, 6.7 rebounds for Brooke Jansen in that one for Sandusky. Then uh, the uh, boys, uh, Mooney got a nice win against Gross Point Liggett, 58-52. They were down going into the fourth, right? Oh, yeah. They were down kind of big. That was a nice win for Mike McAndrews and his crew. My guy, Larry Dallas, 15 points. Two more dunks. 11 rebounds, two more dunks. Luke Julio with 13. Trent Rice, who I really like a lot, 12 points. And uh, another one of my guys, Kevin Everhart, with 12 points in that one. Just saying. But you, you had a couple guys, too, do all right. Uh, Hunter Soper with 16. Tyler Johnson with 13. Croslex beat Yale 76 to 30 and clinched the BWAC. That, that clinched the BWAC officially, yeah. I believe. Which I'm going to tell you the stat I told you off the air just because it's ridiculous. So Lance Campbell's a pretty good coach. He and his, his winning percentage has been bolstered a lot by um, his last – this season and last season. I mean, he's like, what, 32-1 and one or something in that stretch. His overall win percentage through four seasons is at 77%. He is only second in you, – you all right over there? No, butterfingers. All right, You anyway. keep going. Anyway, 77% for Lance Campbell. He is second in Sanilac County, and that's through four seasons, which, again, bolstered a lot by the last two years. Al DeMott – as a, a 79 win percentage through over 40 years of coaching. <laughs> Think about that. That's not that. counting his win last night. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> to have that consistency, that stat, again, courtesy of Mike Gallagher up in Sanilac, yep. um, that's a ridiculous feat to win four out of every five games for four decades since the Reagan administration. Uh, what was the other crazy stat? Because we need to congratulate, is it Memphis girls? Yeah, Memphis girls. 
They had they had been struggling. They had again, courtesy of Mike Gallagher, hadn't won a game in the GTC East, and they since they joined the league. Yes, they were zero and ninety three, and they finally got their first win over KPAC last night, forty eight forty four. So congratulations to them. That's a that's a good step, and uh, Gallagher that's a put huge it, monkey off. The yeah, back. put it in the right way. He says baby steps, but it's the first step, and you're headed in the right direction. Yep. All right, a couple other boys' scores, and then we can get into the Marysville situation uh, for their boys. Uh, this is from Monday. Armado over Elmont, 69-48. to 48. Um, Sandusky beat KPAC, 65-44. North Huron over Deckerville, 70-48. to 48. And uh, New Haven Merritt over Burton Faith, 47-26. Didn't see any boys' scores last night, so. Not a whole – I don't think there were. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. but it's that kind of a week where – We've had more cancellations than games. Yes. So, speaking of cancellations, Marysville season isn't done, but that district game against MLA City is going to be looking a lot different. So, on Monday, they had someone test positive. Knocked them out. Quarantine. Their quarantine date takes them past the MLA City game. However, they will have Eric Strunk will have, I think, one starter, maybe two. They don't know about that yet. Maybe two starters, a couple bench players, and they'll have to bring up a JV team to play that MLA City game. Because their other option yes. is to forfeit. Right. It's either forfeit or do that. Because everyone else – and the reason why a couple kids are available is because they were already in – they weren't around the team because they were in quarantine. So they are they will have a few players available. Um, but the the bulk of their team will not be. And, and and Eric Schunk has a Herculean task ahead of him to basically get a JV varsity hybrid ready to play a good MLA City team in the first round of the districts. Should they be able to pull off that upset? Somehow, some way, do it. They would get their team back for the the Armada game. I would try to. Well, if they're the visitor, I don't know because it's it's uh, the district, so I don't know who's the home team. But if they get the ball first, I would inbound it and I would hold it for the entire quarter and take a shot at the buzzer and hope that I'm ahead. Just hope. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you? I mean, if if you're Emily City, you're not sitting back in a zone. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. I don't know. You know what? Emily City had a great first half. They've struggled in the second half, and I'm not saying they'll be a decided but, favorite with, with the lineup they have. If their kids perform the way they're supposed to perform with Parker Lewis and Will Tolley and Raymond Liu and the other guys, uh, Dom Lugerai, yeah. um, they'll score a lot of points. Yeah. But, but we haven't seen them play, and some recent games – well, I mean, you saw the Crosslex debacle. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to even judge but, them on But that. they've had some other games where we looked at the score and went, what is going on with the Spartans? Armada did beat them. Um, Pretty handily. Yeah. And somebody else held them to 20 points. Almont. Almont. Yeah. And Almont's a run-and-gun team, yeah. too. So it's – that's – and the, the sad part is – they were going to play a game Monday night that if they won, they would have been, at worst, we talked about it, a share of the league championship. They don't get that game. Um, so I don't know how they're going to do it. Lincoln's only 6-0. and 
And Marysville's uh, in in league. Let me double check. I think they're like nine and one. Yeah, they had the in, the one point loss in overtime on the road at Lakeview. That's right. their yeah. only loss. So what's better, nine and one or six and zero? Oh? Good question. <laughs> you go with the team with more wins or the team with with no losses. Good question. I really don't know how to answer that. Right. This is a crazy COVID year. So think about this, and this is the sad part, and I feel horrible for those kids. Because think about it. You had to fight tooth and nail just to get this season started. You get it going. This has been the best record for a Marysville team in how long? I can't remember the last time there was a 10-1 and Marysville Viking basketball team. Now going into districts, yeah, you're not the favorite in the district because you have the Goliath that is Cross-Lex on the other side. But you know as well as I do, when we went down to their practice and did a show from there, what did every single kid mention? They want to beat Cross-Lex. They have Cross-Lex targeted, circled, bullet on their back since they started practicing. They were aiming for that game, and may, well, they still can get that game, but wow, did that mountain just get a lot taller. Well, what, you, you, early in the year, you, you referred to them as Crosslex like Light or something and like that. And some of, the, like some of the kids that. who you know, you know the kids over yeah. there, they, they were on you pretty good about that. Oh, they have been, but, I mean, okay, beat a team by 72 points, and then we can talk. Um, <laughs> but it was going to be a game at the end of the year that – Frankly, I was very excited. I said it, I think it was last podcast. Selfishly, me, as a person, wanted to see Marysville cross Lex. Armada, now, Armada cross Lex round three, going to be interesting to see. We kind of had differing opinions on what that would mean. We can talk about that more on Friday. But Marysville hopefully can figure out a way. I, I know that... They're they're trying to they're trying to exhaust every option to to figure out a way to get this to go on and and here's the thing that is kind of uh, I don't want to you know beat a dead horse but let's say they beat Lakeview and they become the two seed in the district they have everyone back for their first district game yeah yeah one point. Yeah, one, one point. How one one free throw? throw yeah, one. It was a three point game, and yeah, and they had a chance to make it a four point game and didn't. And how one shot can have a butterfly effect like this? How just something wild like maybe one bad call going against you has an effect like this? And I just like when I heard that, I just. I got sad for the kids because, like I said, you fought tooth and nail to get this season started, and now to not even end it, possibly not even end it on your terms. Well, too, uh, even if you're are, are, you are going to lose a game, even let's say Imlay City pulled off what yeah. would have been an upset Parker against Lewis your full pulled, team, drops forty. But at least you go out with your guys. Yes. Now you're talking about potentially playing your last game on Monday night. And most of your team's not there. Yeah. Like you don't even get to, to finish the season with your guys. It's like being the injured guy and watching your team and going, man, if I could just 
get in there and help my team. Right. So very but, frustrating. Hey, they're going to roll the ball out on that court on Tuesday. They're going to play a game. Crazier things have happened. Now, what I am saying is if Shunk is able to beat Emily City, get his guys back, beat Armada, and then probably beat Cross Lex in a one-week span, there needs to be a Hoosiers movie about that. <laughs> what you say, he's coach of the year. Yeah. Doesn't matter yeah. what happened anywhere movie. else. Yes. No. <laughs> Sorry, Lance. <laughs> and that's and, and with your guys. Yes. Stop and, and think about what you just said and how tough of a week that is. Beat Emily City, beat Armada, beat Croslex. That's a tough week. Yeah. We've with said, all your guys. We talked about during football. Not all district titles are made the same. No. Not at all. No. This one, like I said, like in Marysville's gym, you know how they have all the state championship banners on the north end, I think? Yeah. They would have to put 2021 district champs. Yes, it was that impressive on it should they pull it off. <laughs> well, it, it's like the, the girls' tournament at Dakota. It's, yeah, I mean, same thing. You, I think you, you've easily got three teams that I think are quarterfinalists if they win the district. Would you be surprised if – Again, I don't want people to like Even forget like, about this Armada team. If if Cross Lex doesn't exist, if this is an average year for the Pioneers, Armada's like thirteen and zero right now and dominating everyone. They just have to beat that. They have to get that monkey off their back. That is Cross Lex. And, and believe me, that uh, that makes the the thir- the Thursday game if they got Marysville. They'll be they'll be up for that game, and Marysville will get their best because they want that third shot at Crosslex. And guess what? And and I said earlier, Marysville has been aiming at one direction, and that's about twenty five miles north of their high school for a blue and white team that they want to take down, that they feel like they have as good a chance as anybody to beat. And then you got Crosslex sitting there saying to the world, "Bring it, yeah, bring it. This yes. is our year, yeah." They're saying, I don't care who you are. I don't care what team you are. We're going into a regional where we're playing in our gym, and then we're going to play either Goodrich or Flint Powers, and we're going on a run. We're the best team that building has ever seen. So a lot of fun that kind of gets a, a, a damper note because one of the, the, the big power three teams which I think that by, we thought were in that district – is is now if you looked crippled. at I think it was like the power rankings or some sort of metric. Marysville Crosslex Armada District was the second toughest in Division Two, and the Port Huron Northern Marysville Anchor Bay Lonskus North Girls District was like second toughest in Division One. And we're going to cover both of those, and it's going to be oh, I, like we, we said, like it's going to be busy, and you're going to be like, oh my god, I'm so tired. It's going to be a flash, like. Next week might be simultaneously the longest and shortest week. Like I think we'll be getting to Wednesday show and we we'll go, holy crap, it's Wednesday. I'm uh, on Wednesday show this week, going, holy crap, it's Wednesday, and we haven't done anything this week. Yeah, and it's gonna be fun. <laughs> our our old friend Brandon Folsom coming on next podcast. We're gonna be talking all about the districts and. It's just going to be a playoff preview bonanza. All right, we're going to take a break here, and then I'll let you talk about the Ohio thing when we come back. Okay.
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Uh, some things just make you smile. Yes. Okay. We needed to smile there, so we looked yes. at something funny during the break. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, real quick, since we talked forever on our first couple um, segments, here's just a little piece of news coming out of Ohio. And it has to do kind of with what we've been dealing with right now. So I'm just going to read you the health order that was signed by Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. And I don't want to get into politics because I hated doing those shows. But it's worth at least mentioning here in the third segment. So they signed an addendum to the quarantine guidelines who for athletes and extracurricular uh students that may have been incidentally exposed in a classroom setting. For spring sports and extracurricular activities, the uh, statement reads, students will not be required to quarantine because they have an incidental exposure to COVID-19 in a classroom under the school-based exposure guidance unless symptoms develop. Students will now be permitted to, participa- to participate geez, in organized sporting and extracurricular activities as long as they remain symptom-free and follow applicable safety precautions. Translation, you're sitting in the classroom, you're wearing your mask, you're doing everything you're told. Kid to your right gets tests positive for COVID. Unless you can't taste that orange you eat at lunch, you're still good to go to play, which just kind of brings up a um, an interesting situation. Just, I mean, that's, we, we always compared and, yeah, it's just very curious to see that now schools, or at least in Ohio, aren't forcing you to quarantine because someone next to you tested positive for COVID. Yeah, they're they're saying, you know, we're making the kids go into the classroom, but we're not going to punish the kids if they're not really sick. We're not going to be over – like, if the kid's sick, we'll do what we need to do. But if you're not showing – you don't have a temperature, you don't have any of the other symptoms, you're not sick. Mm-hmm. And it's – and I think the other thing that it's kind of doing is going, okay, we told them they have to come back to the school – we're not going to punish them. And here's just a scenario, and again, I don't want to get into the safety and everything and and a a big debate, but here's just something that can happen, how a couple cases can force 100 kids to quarantine. Let's say five kids have it in a school of 1,000, right? So let's just use a school port here on high, port here on northern that size. One kid has it. Now, the way a classroom, a full classroom setup, within six feet, you have what? Eight people within six feet of you. At worst, four right in front of you, right behind you, to your sides. I don't know if diagonally it gets there, but let's just say the four. You have six classes. Right there, one person can quarantine 24 different students. And then every four people that sit around those 24 kids, right? I don't think it goes through two layers. I think it's just if you're within six foot of someone who tested positive. But, okay, you have three kids that show up out of a 1,000 that have it. 
all of a sudden you have 75 kids not in school and potentially only three kids that are actually sick. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that is a scenario that can happen. So you might hear an absurd number like there's 100 kids out from school X because of it. Might have only had four or five kids that actually were COVID positive. And or less. Yes. So especially in, in a gym class. So, and I understand the safety precautions. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm not a health expert. I'm not pretending to be. I'm just saying, you look at this, you look at what's going on. Is Ohio doing it the right way? I don't know. Is Michigan doing it the right way? I don't know. I know the numbers are on the decline, and a lot of that is thanks to a lot of the precautions that are put in place. But now you get into the, the, the gray murky area, which I don't like doing because we just like to talk about sports and have fun, of where do you balance the risk of the student and the safety and how much risk are you willing to take? Yeah. And that's why we don't have to make those decisions, and I don't envy the people who do. No, I don't, but it's, it's still I'm going to feel bad for Marysville, uh, and, and I wish that there was some better way that, that we could do this or, or some way that these kids could – one I thing I did notice is I don't know what the health department's policies is, are. I just when I heard that I just was like, okay, I just want to see what the the quarantine guidelines are because I wasn't super sure. I was just like, oh, I was just see, oh, team X is out till this date. Okay, so I went to look for myself. Now it's ten days um, with close contact through contact tracing. However, I did notice the CDC says with it was back in December. And it could have been changed since then. I don't know, but I didn't see anything that debunked it. You can get out of quarantine with seven days if you're symptomless and get a negative test. I don't know if what that says for anything, but I just noticed that looking at it. I don't know what the health department's policy are. That's just something I noticed. So I mean, maybe if we can even just knock three days off it, if teams can get tests, their hands on tests, that could be something. All right. Let's end with where are you tonight? I'm you at are Northern. somewhere, right? Yes, Northern. <laughs> they take on, I believe they take on Utica. As long as the game's <laughs> still on. Um, uh, and, and then uh, I'm off until Friday when I do yeah. the Marysville Northern hockey game. Because there's apparently no basketball games tomorrow anywhere. Yeah, that was, that was I mean, unless you want to travel to Guam to cover yeah. a game, which uh, you didn't seem too excited about. Yeah. But anyway, we uh, next week we'll make up for it. We'll Absolutely. have a we'll have a blast, and then I mean we'll probably have minimum three, four teams in a regional, three at the worst. I think. Yeah, I I think we'll start the week with at least four teams, but a couple of them might end up at the same regional. Yeah, maybe. Geez, if we get really lucky, like four or five. And then a quarterfinal game in there. Hopefully. That would be fun. So I'd take a couple quarterfinal games if I could get them. And I'm then, greedy. And then, geez, baseball seasons, baseball and softball right around the corner. Good stuff. Yep. God, we have to work on that, too. I know. Geez. Yeah, when are we going to put together a baseball <laughs> schedule? We have a few, don't we? Yeah, I think we got most of them. And so we could probably try to figure out. I wanted to get through basketball first because that's like – that's all I can wrap my brain around right, right now. Right, but the time we get through basketball season, especially if a couple of our good teams make a run, it'll be mid-baseball season. Yeah. 
Well, well, well when, when you get down, though, to where we only have a few basketball teams that you're following mm-hmm. and you know the dates of their games in advance and that they're going to happen, then you can start filling out the schedule, yeah, so. baseball and softball. Right, stay tuned for that. A lot of it start. A lot of teams are starting in like early April of their first games. So, yeah. all right. Anything else? That's it. Other than a happy St. Patrick's Day, even though most of you aren't Irish. Anyway, <laughs> you're not Irish, Brady. Settle down. Just end the pod. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is stuck on sports.